Hey, I'm Bob Runkle, and for as long as I can remember, I've loved pop culture. Despite the challenges I've faced in my life, pop culture has always been there for me. I love talking to people and being a platform for others to share their thoughts and stories. Because if there's one thing I never get tired of, it's seeing driven, talented, and inspiring individuals follow their dreams, no matter what obstacles are in their way. And I know a thing or two about that. Welcome to the DJ Bob Show. I'm DJ Bob. Roll it. The DJ Bob Show. Pop culture, past and present. And now, here's your host, DJ Bob. As a kid, I loved watching Nick Jr. I loved all the programming. I loved Blue's Clues. I loved Go Go Island. I loved Franklin. But in between all that, there was this face that would come on and make weird trumpet noises, do funny voices, and all that stuff. Well, Face is back in his brand new show, Face's Music Party, premiering June 6th on Nickelodeon. Today, we're catching up with the showrunner and the new voice of Face. Enjoy this one. First up, we're joined by David Kleiler, executive producer and showrunner. We talk with him about bringing this short-form content to long-form content, how it will impact kids, and so much more. David, before we get started, would you mind introducing yourself and your affiliation with this show? Yes. Hi, Bob. Nice to meet you. Um, I, my name is David Kleiler. And I am the showrunner and executive producer of Faces Music Party. And I'm so happy to have you here. The first thing I want to know is why now to bring back Face and how were you approached? So it's a great question. And here is, uh, here's how this happened. Nickelodeon and Nick Jr. specifically, wanted to do a music show, which makes a lot of sense because, you know, online, there have been these huge viral songs for Nick Jr. audience, you know, for the Nick Jr. audience, like the Baby Shark or years ago, Gummy Bears. It's like, it, it seems like there's so much of them online. And so what Nickelodeon, what Nick Jr. wanted to do was figure out a way to make a show that was like the old MTV show, Total Request Live. Yeah. But make that for five-year-olds. And it's kind of funny because I, um, I had known, uh, I had done a couple projects for, uh, Ramsey Naito, who is the president of Nick Animation now and uh, Paramount Animation. And, you know, she, even though I, I was mostly doing digital stuff, she brought me on to help figure this out. And we, I worked with a couple producers for a while and we came up with this whole big idea where there were going to be these other characters and it was going to be totally interactive. 
And I remember when we pitched it to her, Face was a component, like Face was like a guest. But I remember she just lit up when we were talking about Face. And she's like, oh, I love Face. I love the fact that you uh, in, involve Face. I really, really want to do something with Face. And, you know, I, I don't know. It, we're still kind of in the post-pandemic work world. And we were very much last year in the pandemic work world. So you're always on a Zoom call. And so it's harder to, you know, do what we call reading the room. It was hard to read the room. But I sensed at that moment when she said that, oh, she wants to, she would love this to be just all about face. She would love to re reintroduce face. So I went back to all my folks and I was like, you know what, we're throwing out our idea and we're going to make this faces Let's just make this and let's just call it the most clear cut thing. Let's just call it Faces Music Party. It just is what it is. It's just yeah. about it and, and and my producing, the folks I had been developing this with were a little surprised. They were like, really? Your idea was kind of cool. I don't understand. I was like, no, this is this makes sense. And also, as somebody, you know, look, I am way older than anybody that could have watched Face back in the 90s and the early 2000s. But I think when you're doing anything, especially these days, it's not about remakes. It's not about, it's not about sequels. It's, but there is something great when you have the opportunity to make something that has some sort of legacy and connection and has a history. Um, because look, the, any of our audience, they're not going to know the old face. They're just going to, but some of their parents might and there's something just sort of like, I don't know, you're just building on a foundation. And I, I think the other thing that's interesting about face is that, you know, in 2004, when face went off the air, we barely, I mean, people had blackberries and there was some uses of emoticons <laughs> before emojis, but like, there's been a lot of sort of, you know, there have been a lot of representations of faces um, since face was on. And it was just sort of fun to think about like, let's bring back in, in this time, what does it mean to bring, bring back like a full screen face that connects with an audience? And, and so uh, that's it. I mean, thank you for the question. It, you can hear that like, you know, we, there was a fair amount of thought that went into it. There was not, I was yeah. thrilled. Oh, great. So let's talk about the new voice of Faith. How did you guys find him? Well, look, Cedric is an incredibly talented voiceover actor and has done a ton of stuff in anime. But there are a couple reasons why Cedric is so perfect for this. First of all, as they say, Cedric bleeds orange. I mean... Cedric knows every episode of SpongeBob in and out, just knows Nick through and through. And Cedric is also just, I mean, look, you get to work with a lot of great people in your life, but Cedric is one of them. He's just such a pro. He's so dedicated to what he does. But honestly, the other point of this, which he, he really was a face kid. I mean, he was like raised by face, you know, not really, but like he, he just, his love for the character was just so thorough. And we wanted in re 
presenting face to the world to have like this sort of modern take on face, a sort of new enthusiasm. And like, we were really, I was really driven by this idea that if face is talking about music, face is going to be like that older sibling or that cool older aunt or uncle. Yeah. Or the brother figure. I love it. And so that, and, 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 and um, Cedric just really just, just gets it and really channeled the way uh, he talks to his nieces and nephews for the show. And he just, I don't know. It's, it's just been great working um, and just felt very organic and right. So tell me about the recording project. Cause obviously this is during the pandemic a lot of it right so yes tell me about about that well look you know um i'm one of those people that uh i've worked i've worked more during the pandemic um because i was sort of on the digital content side i was with the teams at nick that like immediately started making shows uh using cell phones and working remotely, um, I worked on the. I was a producer on the one of the Nick spe- news specials uh, about coronavirus that dropped in March of 2020. So, I, there's two parts of this. Like I'm used to the way we work now, but it's still. A, a challenge like look in animation in a way it's it's easier like we have animators from all over the world working on this thing so that already that piece of it was already sort of understandable in the remote you know shooting world like it makes a lot of sense it's not that's not that in a way is no different um what it was different was you know, when you're asking about the recording process, what's different about this show than other scripted animated shows, and while we treat this like a scripted animated show, you know, we have to have Cedric pick up lines because um, if you saw the first episode, you know, there's this segment, the music box, where, you know, we have face interact with a kid. Yeah, and that was obviously- cool. Yeah, we we obviously like shoot the we shot the the shoot was, you know, like again we shot this last March. We shot the live action segments all in once in um, March. And honestly, at this point, like if you're with a professional organization shooting something, that's about that's like as safe as you know being on a plane where everybody has their vax cards like you're you're, you're kind of safe like we're we're very regulation like everybody's tested every day everybody wears masks um but you know what's different about the show is that yeah we had to re-record cedric a bunch and it's been it's been fun honestly like that said we generally do the script once and then we keep massaging it which is a little different than how things work in animation usually you're all buttoned up and then you animate it this has been a sort of we've been doing this sort of simultaneously and having some back and forth with it um so yeah i mean i know that's a long answer to your question but you know all the animation was 
frankly, easy to execute in the remote world. The shooting, you know, they were not shooting that much. So, but, you know, we had a week of where we shot all everything and, um, you know, we were pretty buttoned up there. And I think that, yeah, Cedric's been in the booth <laughs> maybe a little more than uh, would be normal because we're, we're constantly reworking the scripts and, and constantly reworking those live segments. But um, that's been pretty good too. There, the problem is that there's nothing like being in a room with somebody and whether that's an editor or another producer you're coming up with ideas with, you know, it's working out, but you know, that it's that stuff. You do, you do still miss that. I'm looking forward to a day where, you know, I could be in a studio with Cedric. Oh, watching him record, you know, that's just, it's just so different to just always do it on zoom. You know, what I, what I love about the show specifically is that, there's a lot of diversity within the kids you have on the show, um, in the live action segments and whatnot. Um, do you have plans on having disability inclusion in there as well? Cause that's very important to me. Yes. Um, we think that's important too. We do the first season. Um, uh, we have, this wonderful girl, Avery, who is in a wheelchair and she is one of the dancers. Um, great. And, uh, you know, yes. Well, I'm, I'm glad you appreciate that. That's, look, it, you know. Because I never saw myself represented on TV yeah. as a kid. I'm in a wheelchair too. So it's kind of few and far between sometimes, especially in kids programming well look it's important to us it's important to represent you know and again this is not like this is so what's so weird about the time we live in people think you're being you know you're signaling something by being diverse no the truth is our audience is diverse and we the the first commitment Nickelodeon has is really meeting kids where they are. And it is so important to see yourself represented on screen when you're five years old, just in the same way, it's important to see another kid play an instrument or dance. Like we want to inspire kids and we want to do something super positive. And we are absolutely committed, you know, as we move forward and do episodes of the show to just be as diverse with our casting as possible. You know, it's not going to be, we, we really don't, you know, obviously you saw the dancing, like we want the dancing to be cool and we want the kids to, you know, land the moves and stuff, but we also want to have a sense of play and celebrating just moving your bodies. And so you could probably recognize even in those first couple of episodes, although I know that first episode, we have some of our, killer dancers right yeah they, like they're awesome they're really awesome but like at the same time you know we are inviting different kids with different body types on this show and disabilities so yes to your point absolutely i mean it that's it's done for this first season we've got a couple it this this girl avery is so great she's so you and we have her in um dancing in two of the episodes so um, and, and it works. It doesn't feel, it's just like, it's totally, it totally works. 
because uh, what what I what I kind of sort of dislike sometimes in media when people are like like this is the person in the wheelchair. No, they're just there. Yes, so I'd I'd much rather them just be there and sort of be in the background and be with everybody else. Well, I mean, Bob, I hope this resonates with you because I, um, that was very much our intention. Like, it's not, nobody's saying like, look, it's our person in the wheelchair. Yeah. It's like, no, this is one of our kids and, and she's dancing with the other kids. She just happens to be dancing in a wheelchair. Like, that's not like, you know, um, I, I will say she can do some different things than some of the other kids. Like, you know, she can, she could uh, spin around in ways are, uh, you know, yeah, it's great. Our other dancers can't, but like it, yeah, yeah, and and uh, and to your point, like we just want, we really see an opportunity for this show, especially because it's with music, just to be inspiring. Like we're thinking that, like for some, if, if really, if it's some of the audience is going to be three to five year olds, but some of the audience can be a little older, six to seven year olds. But like for the younger kids, like. This may the, be the first time they see another kid play a trumpet, you know, and um, I'm really excited about that possibility, you know. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that I just wanted to tell you is that when I was a kid, all I wanted to do was I was watching my Nickelodeon, but I was also watching Total Request Live. <laughs> I would be flipping through the channel and this is what that is. Yes. That's it's so, so cool. Oh, I'm so glad it's resonating with you. I mean, we're really. And all I wanted to do was be a DJ as a kid. That's what made me start this podcast 12 years ago and just talk to people that are creating great stuff. Oh, that's great. Well, you're doing it. It's awesome. It's great. And, you know, again, it's so, especially for young kids, like it's so important to represent. Like it really, I, it, I, I think those, those images and seeing that for a young kid, are just, it's just really important, you know, so. So what do you hope people get from this show? What do you hope people learn from it? Or well, what's look, the takeaway? Okay, so the takeaway is, as much as we're, t we're talking about meaningful stuff here, and music to me as a, you know, musician, I used to play in bands, like music to me is this like larger spiritual thing. But what we really want, we're not, you know, we're not doing Sesame Street. We're not, you know, Nick Jr. is about kids having fun. And, and we, the takeaway here is that, Music is all around you. And as a kid, you can discover and appreciate music all from so many different sources. And we just really want kids to have fun and play and have a sense of like fun and interactivity with, um, with this show. So that, you know, you can celebrate your life through music um, is really is really the takeaway here that you can have fun, you can party. It's important, and again, you know, it's hard for someone my age and your age to really understand what it's been like 
for a, some, a, a person that's four years old right now, their life has been really different. Years of their life has been different than, um, so um, there is still, you know, we don't want to get like bogged down with talking about the pandemic or whatever, but there is still, we want the show to be like, move your body, get interactive, see how music is fun, see how, um, you know, playing music can be fun and, and just really celebrating it and really also have, you know, I think the show is going to evolve and in a perfect world, we like Total Request Live, this show becomes the platform on which a great song for kids in this audience and a great song in the world gets premiered, you know, and we get artists on this show who premiere their work and we play old songs that suddenly because we played them become TikTok trends and, you know, the kids love the song. So that's really, you know, it's about music discovery and celebration and all of that. Well, this has been great and I can't wait for people to check out this show. Bob, thank you so much. I, I really, um, I really appreciate it. And we will talk soon for sure. Okay. All right. Have a good day. Right. Take care. You got it. Sound the trumpet. Cause now we are joined by the voice of faith, Cedric Williams. We talk with him about bringing new life to this classic character, his memories of Faith, and a lot more. So, Cedric, I'm so happy to have you here. How you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm happy to be here talking to you today. How are you doing? Doing good. So, I have to ask, what was your first exposure to Faith? Are you a Faith kid? I am. I grew up in the 90s and Face would be that friend that I would wake up to every morning that would introduce each show um, and have these like kind of funny segments in between and did like a bunch of uh, impressions and changing this color. Um, and he, he was he was my friend growing up and I'm so glad that Face is back. Obviously, you know, that's some big shoes to fill so like what was the audition process like for this it was a lot of a lot of auditions for this um uh probably i probably had like three or four auditions um so i got it from my agent um i i did the audition didn't hear anything for a while got the call back uh booked the pilot and then um didn't hear anything for a while and then another audition went out like right before christmas break and I was like, wait, am I still face? Because uh, another audition is going out. So I uh, auditioned one more time and then it was official then for the series because uh, the series got greenlit after the uh, pilot premiered. Uh, it got a lot of uh, great reviews and uh, they went on, went ahead and made it into a series. And then like and I, I got the part facing the series. So it, it was it was a very exciting process and when i booked face and i uh, i couldn't talk about it uh for a while so i had all this excitement built up but i couldn't tell anybody so <laughs> um now i'm glad i'm finally i finally get to share this with with the world 
So what do you think bringing face back means for children's television? What do you think this new show will bring to the landscape? This show, um, well, face was already like this iconic symbol of friendliness and fun um, and interaction. But now face is talking more about music. Um, so now it's going to teach kids to find the music around them. It's going to teach kids. It's, it's going to be interactive. It's going to have um, faces reimagined. And he's going to have he's going to uh, face is going to play modern pop hits and revamp nursery rhymes to create the ultimate music party faces the host and the VJ. And it's going to get kids up and moving to use their imagination to to just be themselves. And I, I know this new generation is going to enjoy face just like the 90s kids enjoy face. Yeah, I mean, I wish I think we're pretty much the same age. So I think we both grew up in the face generation. And yeah. I know that you are a big fan of Chris Phillips, the original voice. Yes. Um, so... Is there anything that you try to take and sort of flip that he did and sort of make it into your own? Um, I did watch uh, Classic Face. Um, oh, I love uh, doing that. Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't connected with Chris Phillips personally, but I'm honored to step into the eyes and mouth of Face 2.0 and take on this new this new role. Uh, face 1.0 is always... Uh, holds a special place in kids' hearts, and uh, I hope that my version would do the same. So I did study, uh, you know, uh, Face 1.0, but then, you know, just to get, like, the essence and, and the the feel of the classic face, but I ended up using a lot of my own personality and, like, what I felt would be, like, you know, would, um, like, kids of this generation would enjoy. Like I just made him sound, uh, made face sound as friendly and fun as possible, but you know I he still got the classic uh, trumpet sound. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> still have the silly voices, <laughs> and you still have uh, just like that that friendly energy that that attracts people uh, to watch. So, but there's gonna be more of that because now face has uh, a, a show, um, so you get to see more of face. This face is sort of like the older brother, <laughs> like showing you cool stuff. And sort yeah, of that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. He's just like, yeah. hey, check this music out. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you got to check out this awesome song. Yeah, exactly. So something I noticed quick before we, before we wrap up is there's a lot of diversity and inclusion within this series. What does that mean to you, and what do you think that means for the show? Um, diversity and um, is everything. Um, so kids can feel represented. Uh, the things we have will—they're um, not only like fun topics, but they teach you something, and it will um, like all the all the different like music videos that we have will. Uh, pertain to the theme and it will get them to to get involved in the show because it's so interactive and we have kids that of many different backgrounds that are uh included in the show are dancers 
the kids that are in the music box uh, segments. Uh, that's that's the part where Face interacts with real kids and teach uh, the kids about instruments, different sounds and musical concepts. There is there's so many like things that every person from every walk of life can get from this show. Um, Back. Hey, great. Music, con- music connects all of us. So music is universal. Music is magical. And it doesn't matter your race, your gender, your or, or any of that stuff. Like you, you can enjoy there's, a, there's music for all of all of us that can connect us. And I just want to say thank you for, you know, taking the time to talk to us today. And I'm so excited for kids and families and honestly 20 something and 30 something to enjoy face again yeah thank you so much i i hope you enjoy the show i hope everyone enjoys the show and likes my version of face that grew up with face i'm super excited and grateful and i i, I just i'm glad I'm happy to talk to you today so thank you so much for bringing me on today you got it the dj bob show Pop culture, past and present.